Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Of the roadway, though, Outer Loop after University. WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now we're going to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Tracking a rain that could be moderate to heavy at times here this evening in the early part of the night. We do have a flood watch up that continues until 6 a.m. Saturday and could see some tidal flooding along with urban flooding, a half to one inch of rain expected. Wind advisory for the day on Saturday. Temperatures this evening, upper 40s to lower 50s across the area. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist. Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Fort Belvoir 52, Foggy Bottom 49, and Silver Spring 48 degrees with steady rain pushing from southwest to northeast across the WTOP listening area. This is where you turn when the weather threatens. WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up here, more breaking news as there are new U.S. and U.K. airstrikes on Houthi leaders and Houthi members in Yemen. Meantime, those leaders say they'll continue their attacks in the Red Sea. Back to our area, the commanders got their man beating out other teams for the new head of football operations. How proposed budget cuts will impact D.C. services. The money is going to have to come from somewhere. I'm Sandra Jones. And a winning week for Wall Street at 10. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. The U.S. and U.K. strike another Houthi-controlled site in Yemen, according to Houthi Movement's TV channel. Yesterday's coalition strikes hit more than 60 targets. CBS's Willie James in there. Iran-backed Houthi militants are vowing to retaliate after American forces led a multinational airstrike on the rebel group in Yemen. The coalition bombardment came in response to weeks of Houthi drone and missile attacks on commercial ships in the Red Sea, a vital trade route. President Joe Biden was asked Friday if he thinks the mission was a success. Yes. Very, I don't think there's any civilian casualties. That's another reason why it's a success. Amid concerns of a widening conflict in the region, the president addressed whether the U.S. is now in a proxy war with Iran. No. Iran does not want a war with us. From coast to coast, there is severe cold, snowstorms, and blizzards. The middle of the country is being hit the hardest with seven Midwest states facing blizzard warnings. Snow has been heaviest in Iowa and Wisconsin. The Weather Channel's Jim Cantori is in Chicago. Nature packing a punch. Near Chicago, more than half a foot of snow has fallen. Thousands are without power. Many roads impassable. At the city's two major airports, hundreds of flights have been canceled. Nationwide cancellations today in the thousands. This major winter storm, the strongest yet to take aim at the Midwest this season. The latest CDC numbers show flu activity remains elevated in most parts of the country. So, too, with COVID. CBS's Michael George reports. While some flu indicators decreased last week, like hospitalizations, the CDC says it's monitoring for another surge that usually comes after the holidays. Folks, uh, try not to seek care during the holiday season. So we see these divots in the surveillance graphs each year. But it is very probable that during the next weeks we'll see an upsurge of cases. 
That's the CDC's Dr. Eduardo Aziz Baumgartner. The death penalty is what federal prosecutors will seek in a hate crimes trial of white supremacist Peyton Gendron for the murder of 10 black people at the Topps Grocery Store in 2022. CBS's Nora O'Donnell. The killer is already serving a life sentence with no chance of parole after pleading guilty to state charges in the 2022 massacre. New York doesn't have a death penalty, but the Justice Department can seek it in federal hate crimes cases. The pursuit of an execution is a first for the Biden administration. U.S. Central Command says two U.S. Navy sailors are reported missing at sea while conducting operations off the coast of Somalia, adding that the search and rescue operations are ongoing to locate them. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 1003 here on WTOP, Friday night, January 12th, 2024, Fort Belvoir at 52, steady rain in the listening area. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Continue to look at the huge staffing announcement for the Washington Commanders tonight. WTOP has confirmed San Francisco 49ers executive Adam Peters will become, excuse me, will become the new head of football operations for Washington. This comes only days after owner Josh Harris fired Ron Rivera as head coach. Peters has been with the Niners for the past seven years. The last three is the chief assistant to the GM, John Lynch. He's also worked for the Broncos and the Patriots during their successful runs. WTOP Sports Director and Commander's Beat reporter George Wallace explains how Peters was chosen in this case. This is the guy they targeted from the beginning, the first interview that they had. The two guys in the advisory role, Bob Myers and Rick Spielman, hired by Josh Harris. Myers did have a relationship with Peters. They went to UCLA together, have that West Coast relationship. So they get the guy they wanted. He wanted a rapid but thorough process. It took five days. They did their homework. It was down to Ian Cunningham and Adam Peters, and they lock in Adam Peters, bringing him over from San San Francisco, where he was very integral in uh, building that roster that San Francisco has now. So a great hire by Josh Harris to start things off. One of Peter's first items of business is to find Washington's next head coach. We'll have reaction analysis throughout the weekend here on WTOP. Let's stay with professional sports, but look at some other teams. It may not just be the Caps and Wizards moving to Alexandria in a few years. Georgetown's men's basketball team could do the same. NBC4 reports if the deal to build a new sports arena at Potomac Yard goes through, the Hoyas would be part of the agreement. An internal report obtained by News 4 reveals the plan to include Georgetown hoops, shows that games would be needed actually to make the funding work. They would need those men's college games. The whole package still needs approval by the Virginia legislature and the Alexandria City Council. The deal also includes moving dozens of large concerts and other events currently held at Capital One Arena in downtown D.C. 10.05, an employee of a school in Howard County under arrest facing serious charges. County police have charged an employee of the Glenwood Country Day School in Woodbine with sexual abuse of a minor. 31-year-old Damian Patterson of Elkridge is facing multiple counts of sex offenses, including contact with an 11-year-old child. Patterson has worked in the before and after school programs and summer camps for approximately two years. The victim in this case disclosed the abuse last week to a friend who then told a trusted adult. The adult contacted police. Detectives launched an investigation which led to Patterson's arrest late yesterday. The child reported the abuse happened over a two-year period with the latest incident happening 
in the summer of 2023. Detectives are asking anyone with information, including any other kids who may have been victimized in this case, to call Howard County Police. Now 10.06, and D.C. leaders say they're faced with a tough budget year. They're searching for departments in which to make some cuts. One of the agencies that could lose money helps the district's most vulnerable population. All this could spark another debate between the mayor and council, the way we saw recently over SNAP benefits. WTOP's Sandra Jones gets some insight from D.C.'s Department of Human Services director. Tackling spending pressures in the district. We're going to do everything we can to protect the services and supports that are essential to our social service programs, but it's not going to be pain-free. That's D.C.'s director of DHS, Laura Green-Zeilinger. She's responding to a recent email from her department telling housing and homelessness nonprofits to tighten their budgets because cuts are coming. We didn't say this is what we need you to cut. This is what your new grant agreement or contract says. Please come up with a plan to tell us where you might be able to find some savings. That did not sit well with D.C.'s at-large council member, Robert White. What we're looking at is bad budgeting and bad planning as opposed to an unforeseen set of emergencies. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. Now they say this would add green space and enhance the community. WTOP's Nick Ionelli tells us some residents in Northeast D.C. are working with the city to build a 40,000 square foot park in their neighborhood. It's a piece of land in the shape of a triangle in the Union market area and some who live there say it should be turned into green space it is perfect for a community park reginald shaw richardson is leading a community effort to get a park built there near fourth street and new york avenue in northeast he's in talks with dc's parks and recreation department looking at next steps for how the land could be developed they are working with us to try to figure out which entities own it to try to get it cleaned up, at least for now. He says building the park will cost $3.5 million. We are going to reach out to the community and try to get them to contribute to this wonderful pocket park, which is something D.C. doesn't have. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Coming up here after traffic and weather, Amazon's third round of layoffs just this week. And a Michelin star, it can't always protect you from financial trouble. As one local chef is finding, it's 10.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's go to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Might be able to use some Michelin tires out there tonight in all this rain. Now, we've had several crashes, especially in Virginia. Uh, southbound on 95, still working on the crash after exit 148 Quantico. That has been along the right side of the roadway and still working on the one in Woodbridge. Northbound 95 after exit 158 Prince William Parkway. And there you're getting by up the middle under police direction because it happened both on the left and right sides. And also still working in Marshall on the crash eastbound on 66 after Route 17 and getting by to the right. Now, they did have one on the inner loop in the express lanes before 66. And that, I believe, has been moved out of the roadway. There's no delay there at all. But it's very slippery out there tonight, so do be careful uh, with the rain still falling down. And, of course, hydroplaning, certainly an issue there. Outer Loop Beltway after University Boulevard. Police are working on a crash. 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each doing all right. And uh, traffic on 270 without delay in great shape on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Want to test an electric car? Plug into Fitzball.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at Fitzball.com. That's 
the Fitzway. Bob Imler, WTOP Traffic. Now to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Rain and wind for this evening and the early part of your night. The intensity of the rain expected to increase 10, 11 p.m. midnight. Going to be raining pretty hard and the winds are going to be pretty gusty, maybe around 40 miles per hour and more wind expected even tomorrow after the rain moves out early, well before sunrise. Temperatures here this evening in the 40s and 50s will continue at temperatures that high for the overnight, then Falling temperatures for the day tomorrow from the 50s in the morning to the 40s and 30s during the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We've still got plenty of rain that is pushing from southwest to northeast across the central part of the WTOP listening area. College Park 49, Fairfax City 49, National Mall 51, and down to the low 40s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's Money News, 10 and 40 past the hour. We're going to Jeff Claybaugh. The wholesale inflation report shows little for all of last year. Wholesale prices rose just 1%. Amazon is cutting 5% of its workforce in its Audible audiobook division. Its third layoff announcement just this week. The Washington Business Journal says Michelin-starred chef Nick Stefanelli is facing eviction at his Greek restaurant, Philatimo, for months of unpaid rent. The Dow finished Friday's session down 118 points. For the week, the S&P 500 index gained almost 2%. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Let's check out Wall Street for the week beyond what Jeff told us. The Dow added half a percent for the week. The Nasdaq, it was really the outperformer. It rose 3%. And uh, the S&P 500, as we mentioned, 2% higher for the week. Coming up here on WTOP, we Midwesterners are known for being fearless when it comes to winter weather. And then you move here to the Washington area (laughs) and the fears start creeping in. But this is all going to be put to the test for the Iowa caucuses Monday. Supporters facing sub-zero wind chills to get out the vote. And national politics reporter for The Hill, Julia Manchester, who is in Des Moines tonight, will be with us next with a closer look at the weather and how this is all affecting the campaigns and the turnout. So stay with us at 10-12. As good as the regular season is, there's nothing like NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. This is George Wallace. Six games, three days. For these teams, it's win or go home. But you'll always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. And so many good games this weekend. I'm looking at the early game on Sunday. Bills at home over the Steelers. I like the Bills and the money line, and I'm going with Dallas to remain perfect at home, getting a win over the Packers Saturday afternoon. So if you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel right now. New customers get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash GW to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash GW. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An arrest made after a carjacking and shooting in part of our area today. The suspect, just 15. More details about that later this half hour. How do you keep up in a world that refuses to slow down? WTOP News. That's how. Get up to speed. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. 
WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. It is 1014 on WTOP and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. We've reached the final weekend of campaigning for those GOP presidential candidates ahead of Monday's Iowa caucuses. But this powerful blizzard has swept into Iowa, making the campaign trail downright dangerous. It's led to some in-person events becoming virtual telephone town halls, as they call them. For more about the weather's effects on the campaign, we spoke a little earlier with Julia Manchester, national politics reporter for The Hill. She's right there on the ground in Des Moines. They've been in downtown Des Moines for most of the day today. Originally, we had plans to go follow our own Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, but those events were canceled or postponed. So, you know, a lot of the campaigns have been put on hold, at least for today. The most recent piece of news is that the Trump campaign announced that most of its events this weekend until Monday will be teletown halls instead. So he was scheduled to hold rallies in Atlantic and Sioux City in the western part of the state tomorrow. But it looks like as for now, those uh, events will be called off. Okay, so whether you are the the one in the powerful position and leading in the polls, Donald Trump or Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis trying to kind of catch up and be in second place, the weather, uh, it doesn't distinguish. Everybody's kind of dealing with the same thing. And we know the people of Iowa are are quite hardy. They know about snow and cold, uh, but it it seems that this may be a bridge too far for for some to maybe even get out and caucus. Is that what you're hearing? You know, it's actually interesting because we know that the blizzard happened today. Today's Friday and the caucuses are on Monday. So talking to some voters and even some strategists here in Des Moines in Iowa, they say, look, uh, you know, the blizzard probably happened at the best time if it had to happen sometime in the next few days on a Friday, because by the time we get to Monday, the roads will likely be cleared. However, there is an, uh, another obstacle, and that's going to be the very cold temperatures. In fact, the lows on Monday. They are expected to get in the middle to high teens and in the negatives, I should say. So it's going to be very cold and that's without the wind chill. So the question is, are Iowans going to get out and put on their multiple layers in a winter coat to go out and caucus? The caucus is not like a primary or general election. You commit. You have to go in and participate in the caucus process. It's in person. So that could be a lot if it's going to be extremely cold weather. Now, we we, uh, don't want to guarantee anything until the uh, the ballots are counted, but uh, it is uh, expected to be a Donald Trump victory night. How important then does second place become? Second place becomes very important because we know that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, although they're clearly battling former President Trump, they're battling each other for second place. And we've seen a lot of polling come out in the past few days that shows Nikki Haley usurping Ron DeSantis for that second place. There was a Suffolk University poll of Iowa caucus goers or likely Iowa caucus goers that showed her ahead of DeSantis in Iowa by seven points. And then, of course, in New Hampshire, that lead is even bigger. But an important update from the DeSantis campaign, they're actually, the day after the Iowa, Iowa caucuses, they say they're going to head straight to South Carolina in an effort to improve their standing in Nikki Haley's home state. Julia Manchester, who joined us from Des Moines, Iowa tonight, national politics reporter for The Hill. Fascinating tidbit there at the end that DeSantis will skip New Hampshire entirely, head right to South Carolina after Iowa. Top stories on WTOP. U.S. military forces have launched another retaliatory strike against Iranian-backed Houthi militants in Yemen tonight. 
fast move here by the new owners of the Washington Commanders. San Francisco 49ers executive Adam Peters has been hired here in Washington as the new head of football operations. The Justice Department asked the U.S. Supreme Court to order Texas to stop blocking border agents from patrols. Keep it here for full details. It's traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, getting back to Bob in the traffic center. 95 northbound remains heavy and slow from Dale City getting up into Woodbridge. The crash does remain now getting by in two lanes to the right just after Prince William Parkway. And uh, still, they are uh, directing traffic around to the right around this crash. Now, there's still one car to tow away yet, and pretty soon they should have that out of there as well. But for now, you do get by two lanes to the right northbound on 95 after Prince William Parkway. On 95 southbound, they're still working on this crash after exit 148 Quantico, and that is blocking the right lane with delays starting at about Triangle. And on 66 eastbound, uh, just after Marshall, that crash should be out of the roadway now. Otherwise, on 66, you're good to go. And on the Beltway in Maryland, did have a crash on the outer loop after University Boulevard. That is now out of the roadway, and traffic continues to run well on 50 out to the Bay Bridge, on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, as well as on 270. Innovation that defends what matters most. Northrop Grumman is defining possible with a cutting-edge missile defense system for a safer tomorrow. Visit NorthropGrumman.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Veronica Johnson with us now. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Moderate to heavy rain expected to move through this evening and the early part of the night should be drawing out after 2 a.m. Saturday. So just after midnight, we've got a couple of hours of this moderate to heavy rain, and that could lead to some isolated flooding. We do have a flood watch that remains up for the overnight, too. Temperatures will be on the higher side, 50s and 40s. That includes first thing Saturday before temperatures begin falling off. It will be cold. Older tomorrow afternoon than the morning. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now in Georgetown, it's 49 and Bowie 49, Leesburg 45 degrees. Some of us down to the lower 40s. Still a lot of steady rain that is pushing from southwest to northeast across our area. Coming up, a post-holiday surge of flu and COVID cases continues to grow. Some very disturbing numbers, especially among older folks. Also, a 15-year-old at the heart of a carjacking and shooting today in the area. And until days ago, this guy played for the Washington Wizards, now accused of repeated acts of shoplifting at Target. Stay with us. Have you heard of plantar fasciitis? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. And while that condition can be hard to pronounce, it's even harder to live with. Imagine jumping off the back of a pickup truck onto some rocks. That's what it felt like when I was suffering from plantar fasciitis. I was a runner who could no longer run, and my foot pain impacted me both physically and emotionally. Coming to the Goodfeet store was the first step to living my life pain-free. After searching and trying so many other products, I finally found relief with Goodfeet Art Supports, and they still keep me running today. Now I get to help others who are struggling with plantar fasciitis to live their life pain-free. Maybe it's your turn. Is foot pain holding you back from living the life you love? Visit the Good Feet Store today for a free personalized fitting and test walk. The Good Feet Store has locations across Greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. 
I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. 1021. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-364-1031 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-364-1031. That's 800-364-1031. What do you have to lose? Call 800-364-1031. Again, 800-364-1031. This is WTOP News. Now 1022. A 15-year-old teenager from Woodbridge is behind bars tonight, accused of being involved in a shooting and carjacking in D.C. Police say that the teen and two other suspects carjacked somebody at 14th Street in Southeast earlier today. That victim was assaulted, robbed at gunpoint, then they had their car stolen. A little later, near Benning Road in Northeast, police say an unknown person exchanged gunfire with the carjackers. That person shot the teen. Officers later found the 15-year-old in the carjacked vehicle. He was taken into custody and now faces several charges, including assault, armed carjacking, and assault with a deadly weapon. Anybody with more info is asked to contact D.C. police. New tonight, Ryan Rollins is a former player for the Washington Wizards and is now accused of shoplifting from a Virginia target over and over again, seven times in all. A document obtained by The Athletic shows Rollins is accused of stealing groceries, body wash, and candles from the target seven different times between early September and November of last year when he was on the Wizards roster and making about $2 million a year. All told, the items stolen are valued at less than $1,000. The 21-year-old Rollins was waived by the Wiz Monday night after he played in 10 regular season games. A court hearing is set for early next month. Rollins has not entered a plea. There have been about 14 million illnesses, 150,000 people hospitalized, and 9,400 deaths from the flu so far this winter. 1,500 Americans are dying from COVID each week. It's expected to be a post-holiday family gathering surge in both, according to the CDC. Let's learn more tonight on these respiratory viruses. CBS News medical contributor Dr. Celine Gounder says lots of COVID-19 is circulating right now. The good news is we don't seem to see a big increase in hospitalizations at this stage. However, we are still seeing deaths from COVID and the over 90% of those deaths are occurring among the elderly. This is why it's especially important in that group to keep up with your yearly COVID shots. And it bears repeating, stay home when you're sick so you don't spread your illness to others. Michael George, CBS News, New York. Passengers on that fateful Alaska Airlines flight are now telling their harrowing story of the frightening moments after a door plug tore off at 16,000 feet, leaving a big hole in the cabin. One passenger says he feared being sucked out of the plane feet first. Let's learn more about the investigation into the terrifying mishap and a new lawsuit. Just a day after the FAA announced an investigation into whether Boeing failed to properly inspect its 737 MAX 9 aircraft, which remain grounded, the FAA taking further action. 
auditing the Max 9's entire production line and all of its suppliers. And in a federal lawsuit, a former employee of Spirit Aerosystems, which manufactured the Max 9 fuselage, alleging the company's products suffered from an excessive amount of defects. That's ABC's Matt Rivers reporting. Sports at 25 and 55. And now at 10.25, we go to Frank Hanrahan. Not a uh, busy weekend of NFL football ahead of us. In fact, there are six games. One day soon, Commanders fans would love to have their team back in the postseason and the uh, ownership taking that first step perhaps to make it happen, setting to hire Adam Peters as their new general manager. Spent the last uh, several